for you affiliate in Susanville, KJDX 93.3, when I make my pilgrimage to the Harold Richardson Redwoods Reserve. A 40-year-old Florida woman upset that she had been waiting for what she felt was too long for her hair appointment. She blamed the gossiping by the hairstylist for things taking so long, started complaining. Another customer, who didn't know what she was getting into, told Laura Eulen to take a chill pill. Miss Eulen did not take her advice, but she did pull a gun. Instead, she didn't get a haircut. She did spend the night in jail. The Cutstown, Pennsylvania Police Department found itself with over 1,000 volunteers after it extended an invitation to residents to get drunk to help officers learn how to properly navigate DUI stops. It's easy. Just have no criminal record and be prepared to liquor up and see what happens. Good thing this didn't happen in Shemokin because people there are most likely already drunk. That's the only way one could deal with having to live in Shemokin, okay? Until next week, I'm Daniel French, and this is News For You. Looking for ways to save with your Medicare plan? Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many plans nationwide, which could mean lower co-pays for you. So bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with United Healthcare, Cigna HealthSpring, and Express Scripts Medicare. For a complete list of available plans, please contact 1-800-MEDICARE. TTY users should call 1-877-486-2048. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or consult www.medicare.gov. Other pharmacies are available in our network. There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnerships, even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Cowgill, and the Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. And uh, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Mighty House. We just... Uh, put together a bunch more videos for that and uh, we're giving putting more stuff up there every week so uh, you got a lot of good content that's going up there how-to stuff you actually want to know starting your bathroom model kitchen model basement putting addition up we've got a checklist for you that's posted up there so you can go on there 
listen to that and actually run down and download that checklist that we've got. And um, nice. if you fill it out completely, it'll actually even price out the edition. So, um, or at least give you a good idea of where you're going to be. So you just got to go right there. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. What's up next? What's I up? Got you got stuff? Why don't you try pulling the mic over? There we oh, go. I got man. stuff. You got, okay. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Can we put anything else on next weekend? My God. What's that? So next week's the Swamp Buggy races. It's Mullet Fest at Stands, and I just got it. <laughs> mullet, the, the I'm in. <laughs> oh, mullet. It's not the hairdo. It's a fish. Oh. Oh. But it's three days of craziness down at Stands. Anyway, that's yeah. going to be a great time. So the Swamp Buggy races, I got friends coming in this week. And I just got notified that the Collings Foundation, the Wings of Freedom Tour, will be here. So they will have the B-17, B-24, and the P-51 here next weekend. Excellent. So I flew in the B-17 last year, and I'm thinking the B-24 this year is going to be the way to go. Sure, sure. Oh, and you got the P-51, I uh, want to. They modified a P-51 for two seats. Correct. $2,100 for half hour. Whoa. Well, that's got to be an expensive plane to maintain, though, too. So It is. And... How often would you get the opportunity to fly in a P-51 Mustang? Uh, yeah, you don't get that off that chance for No, often. so I'm kind of thinking, what the heck? <laughs> I might just do it. <laughs> it's a bucket list item, right? You got that right. I mean, I love flying in anything. Yes. So to get in a P-51 and just go 280 miles an hour, just and that's only half speed. Sure. That, yeah, that, <laughs> that's just running I a little like that above one. idle. That, that's cool. That'd be pretty cool. So anyway, I digress. It just popped up on my feed, yeah. you know, because I follow them, and I haven't seen anything in a year, and all of a sudden they're coming this weekend. I'm like, oh, Mike, well, that's good to plan. Sure. Now, the uh, the Swamp Buggy races, you need to tell mm-hmm. Lanny about it because he, he needs to go to that. No, no, we talked. Oh, we did were you? together the other day, him and his wife. We, yeah. I took them around, and they toured some homes I had under construction, and I took them to one that was finished. They actually closed, The people closed on it yesterday. Excellent. So we walked it Thursday. And they were kind of blown away. Yes. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because we were we were talking about the swamp buggy races, and and uh, he couldn't believe it. So I showed him videos. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that's that's really cool. Yeah. And I, we we already got our passes for that. So that's oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, Budweiser takes good care of us. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Um, let's see what else we we were talking. Uh, a lot of home improvement stuff there and air sealing and energy efficiency well, a home stuff. improvement show. Go figure. Yeah. Um, but coincidentally, I, I, I got one question, an article that we put up this, this past week was whether or not insulation can lose our value. I didn't read it. <laughs> so, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it, but I mean, I can, I'm going to, okay, let me do this. Let me tell you just by, because of what I know, yep. if it gets wet, or if it compresses. Correct. Now, is that what the article is about? That is part of it, yes. Okay, now fill in. You did. You de- We did. We did perfect. So as as uh, insulation ages, what's going to be better, fiberglass insulation or you do the loose fill uh, cellulose insulation? Is there really a better R value for one or the other? And then, you know, as people are in your attic, they're working on it, or you're storing boxes up there and you're trampling it down, Okay, you might have an R30, let's call it a 38 up there right now. But the more you walk on it, the more uh, contractors are in and out there moving stuff around, trying to get to electrical boxes or can lights. Uh, you're stacking boxes up there. 
Well, that's why you're never supposed to store stuff in your attic. If you're at R38, you shouldn't be able to get there. Sure. you would. Yeah. But as you compress all of this, you're going to start losing R value. So um, that in itself is bad. But then what they get into is what's even more important and what Joe was talking about is your air sealing. So every place you have a pipe coming up through or a wire's coming up into your attic from the from the living space, you want to make sure mm-hmm. you air seal that. Spray foam around it, um, caulk it in, whatever it takes to stop that airflow from coming up through. And it makes a huge difference. Then you can go in and put your uh, your insulation back over top of it. So, um, But just over time it compresses. I mean, you know, I, sure. I did that bathroom and I had to add... Go up there. I took a soffit out, so I went up there and I pulled all that insulation back because I didn't want to pull the soffit and have it fall on me. That's never a fun thing. Sure. So I pulled it all back and bagged it up, and it just reminded myself that I haven't put it back yet. <laughs> it's all up there in the bag still. Uh-huh. But it had compressed just from time. Sure. Sure. Over twenty years, so it just you know just vibration, just air temperature changes. All it is compressed, so it might have started out at R nineteen, which I would probably be lucky if I had that much. Right. But, you know, I bet because it has compressed, it's probably R9. Sure. So then, okay, so now you're going to go back up there, spread it around, and the problem is it's all clumped up. So you're still, now you have all these air passages around all those clumps. Are you truly getting an uh, an R19 again, or is it better to put bats down because the bats are consistent? Even if you pull a bat out and you lay a bat back down, the consistency of the way that bat is constructed is going to stay the same. So you yeah. you don't have, end up with the same uh, gaps around the chunks. Right. So uh, this is a this is a uh, blown cellulose, which typically would be a pretty decent insulation. Uh huh. Um, but the house is Romex, and this was house was built prior to caulking holes and plates. Uh huh. So I have that airflow. Now, down here, I think it's less of a problem. Um, my house is slab on grade. Okay. So I'm not getting airflow from crawl space or basement up through the wall into the attic. So that stack effect is fairly minimized. You're not so, wearing a skirt. Yes, I am not wearing a skirt. <laughs> What's wrong, Robbie? Nothing, nothing. She looks so studious. Yeah. Yeah, she's studying hard. What's wrong? Nothing. So, Everything is so. So if you're going to if you're going up in your attic and you're doing that stuff, you want to look and say, "Well, I got insulation. It's fine." Mm-hmm. It may not be. Get the boxes right. out. Get the junk out of there. The old construction, uh, all the other garbage that's laying up there, you can pull it all out. If you want to start fresh, there's companies out there that will come in and they'll vacuum that out. And, and I, that's what I recommend you do. Hire somebody to do it. Here's the thing. If I'm going to give you a quote for a new furnace and air conditioning unit, I'm going to charge you, let's say it's $8,000. Uh-huh. But if I got my insulation guy in there for four grand, he would suck everything out and re-air seal and re-insulate. Yep. That's half the cost. And I guarantee you, guarantee yep. that your performance of your existing system will be more than adequate and you, it, you'll be further ahead. Yes, yes. Because now you're not spending all that money on gas every. That's every going month. up through the attic. Sure. Literally. Sure. So. So, and, and we say this over and over. I mean, until you're blue in the face, uh-huh. and yet. It the ads doesn't. on TV are for <laughs> windows, new windows. furnaces, windows, yep. and 
the box stores will give you the machine if you buy the insulation. Yep. Like, that's fine, but you didn't do the air sealing. You didn't put the baffles in. You're, you're like, you're making your house worse. Yes, exactly. So, so right. I have another one I just want to hit on. Okay, you got a minute. Tease that's it. Perfect. Tease it. So, a few weeks ago, while you're talking, I did the color of light for light bulbs. Yes. And you said you like the, the standard 2700 to 3000 Kelvin. So, that's what I put in the, uh, the new bathroom here. Okay. And the wife went this week and bought the 5,000s. She goes, <laughs> I hate that. It looks so yellow. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'm laughing. I'm like, good. Why girl, do you like I, it, Ron? I, it's more of an, it's a warmer light. It's, uh, it's an, more. In they call light, it cool keeping... white, though. I don't understand the names for the damn temperatures. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I just go by the numbers. And it's more going to be like an incandescent bulb. It's going to be that yellowy color. The 27 to 3,000. The, the 27, yeah. 3,000 is starting to get a little too white for me. Really? So, oh, yeah. See, so, yeah, we do the 5,000. That's daylight. That's because you're in the sun down there, man. We got clouds here. We'll be back this right after this. Is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Hi, friends. Mr. Floor here with your flooring tip of the day. You've seen them on Sunday morning television. They're the miracle steam cleaning mops that clean, sanitize, and even disinfect. What could be better than a wood floor so clean you could eat off of it? Here's what's better. A wood floor that still looks like new. A floor that hasn't had hot steam injected between the floorboards, potentially causing cupping or discoloration. A floor whose urethane top coat is clear, rather than cloudy as a result of the high heat that these steam mops produce. A wood flooring warranty that is still valid because you're following the manufacturer's care recommendations. No, Mr. Floor is not a fan of using steam mops on hardwood floors. Water and heat are not friendly to hardwood floors. Trust me, this is 30 years of wood floor experience talking. If you want to clean your wood floor properly, we recommend using our Mr. Floor Wood Floor Cleaner. For more information and to order Mr. Floor cleaning products, please call us at 847-674-7500 or visit us online at mrfloor.com and be sure to use promo code WCGO for a special offer. There were 16 These days, everyone seems to be talking about the news. News about taxes, news about the state, news that actually impacts your family. But how do you make sense of it all? In the crowded world of misinformation, Illinois News Network, a nonprofit news service, presents you with the facts. INN is your news. Visit supportyournews.org to help us keep reporting on the news that matters in Illinois. That's supportyournews.org. Attention drivers and passengers, too. January 22 to 27 is National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week. Did you know that over 10,000 people die each year from drunk driving? And in 2016, 44% of drivers in fatal crashes tested positive for drugs. That's up 28% from just 10 years prior. A safe driver is a sober, undistracted driver who follows the law. Find more data and tips about all things related to driver education and safety at driversed.com. That sound you hear is my time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world. This is your talk, WCGO. Hang on. Does your dig that? Let's dig it. I thought you said your dig did not bite. That is not my talk. It's Mighty House. <laughs> Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, there we go. It's 
uh, roll down right into here somewhere. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right, there we go. Uh, something else I ran into this week. You know, we I don't know if we've a ever smart talked. smart car? <laughs> no, I didn't run into the smart car this morning that was stuck in the middle of the intersection. I, I should have. Tempting, though, isn't it? No, I wanted to put Especially the... Especially bl- with the plow on yeah, a truck. You put the blade down, you kick it off to the right, and you just, just throw the snow off over onto them and watch them just go spinning off to the side. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I would love to do that, but You're I didn't. You're a bad man. Yes, I know, but I didn't do it. I wanted to. Um... We've talked about, I think we've talked about workhorse trucks before, and mm-hmm. um, and that's an all-electric hybrid truck. That's a, it's a pickup truck. It's like the size of a F-150 or a Chevy Silverado. It's a four-door. It only has a six-foot bed, which Four-wheel is drive. All-wheel yeah. drive. Because it's something electrical. Yeah. Just throw it out there. What? Randall, good morning. I always thought it'd be me that does that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're you're the potty mouth off air, and you're, you're fine. <laughs> Randall, you are... I waited till you got back. You said not to do it while you're gone. <laughs> What's wrong? Oh. How's your heart? <clears throat> <clears throat> so so we were talking about the... So it, it, uh, the workhorse. It's a workhorse truck, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, but what's the new one now? The new one is ugly. It, I, I, I don't know what's wrong. It's the headlights, I think, that are really oh, the... Oh, the configuration <laughs> of it is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It is It is very strange. But the cool thing is, it is made here in Illinois. And uh, I talked... Here? here in Illinois. Okay. I swear you threw an S on the It sounded like it, too. I heard that. Okay. Uh, Illinois. Uh, that, so anyway, that there's a, a new... We're going to have them on in a couple weeks. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be built here in Illinois. Going to be built? Yes. They are just, they're in the process. They're taking pre-orders now. Um, oh, another one. You know, that worked out really well for uh, for Tucker. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. But I don't think the big three have the same power that they used to back then. So, uh, yes? I don't know. Robbie? No, like 20 minutes ago, you said, hey, Robbie, what you got? And I said, I had this great article I was going to okay, read. Okay, go ahead. And then you just guys went off. And yeah. So now, Rich, if you want to go take a little 10-minute nap. <laughs> While I talk no, about good. this, go ahead. Ooh, hey, I haven't been tracking that. It's back at a dollar. Okay. Work, oh, workhorse. The uh, yeah, yeah, it's back to a buck. The stock. Yeah. Eight seven 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 one one five six one one. You got about a half hour to get your questions answered. Yeah, if your if your snow blower didn't start and you're sitting okay. around listening to the radio. Here was a cool article um, that was how to handle a plant that you got as a holiday gift. Put it outside. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe not. So if you're listening and you're in the Chicagoland area, um, here's some information. And this was an article in the Chicago Tribune, but it was the expert is from the Morton Arboretum in Lyle. She says, if you're getting specimens of shrubs or trees or plants, she said, most likely it's not going to survive. I, I, I would disagree. I think what you do is you go. What on, are you custom? What wait? What what are you? 
plants. What is plants? What, we, what are you planting today? No, no. Put putting them in a pot, and then you're going to wait till spring to put them in. <clears throat> is that it? Or are you just going to be? They're going to be house plants. Well, tell me what you are going to say. Because I think you go over to MikeNovak.net, you get their happy leaf, uh, little happy leaf LED grow light, grow light, and then boom, you put that on. That thing will, it'll grow. That's like giving your plants crack. I mean, it just, it's unbelievable yeah, how how the, well those things work. But the problem with the grow light is if you get too many of them, your power consumption goes up, they turn you in, and then they get raided because they think you have a grow house. <laughs> well, I've see, so we've got this ficus tree that's been around forever. It's six foot tall. We haul it in and out of the house every year. And oh, yeah. Every winter, yeah. it, it it dies off and has about two leaves on it until we put it back mm-hmm. outside, and then it's, then it's good again. That thing, I, I put... I put it in the dining room, and then I hung the happy LED light over top of it. Happy Leaf LED light. And the thing is full green. That's the one you got from, from, from Mike, Novak. Mike Novak. Yeah. 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 And it's one of his sponsors. And that, that whole ficus tree is still full. By now, it would have maybe six leaves on it. Hmm. And Do you have white fly? Uh, white white f- flies. That's what kills the ficus down here. No. Okay. That's good, because they're annoying. <laughs> No, there. And so this thing is, it's still full green. Now we do have this purplish glow coming out of the dining room. So when you drive by the house, it's like, okay, what are they doing in there? My, yeah. The neighbors already came over and asked. Are you oh, guys? So they thought you had a grow house. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, so are you uh, starting a new business? What's going on in there? <laughs> so. Nice. Well, just according to this expert at the Morton Arboretum. The warm environment inside a house is more like the tropics than Chicago, which is why most plants sold as gifts are tropical or subtropical tropical species that can't survive cold temperatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. The species and varieties sold as floral plants are chosen for how they will perform as short-term indoor plants, not as outdoor plants. So I guess that we're mostly talking about what to do with them outdoors. With, with the, uh, what are those things called? The red ones? Poinsettias. Poinsettia. So some popular plants for gifts, such as Christmas cactus, make fine houseplants. However, flowering shrubs may have been manipulated to make them bloom during the holidays rather than at their usual flowering time. It will be difficult or impossible for you to duplicate that treatment and make them bloom again. Here is advice from this woman at the Morton, Sharon, at the Morton Arboretum, what to do with common woody gift plants. Okay. The Norfolk... Island pine. This tropical tree from an island in the South Pacific is not actually a pine and will not survive outdoors. A lot of people think you get a tree and you can plant it outdoors. Right. You can keep it for a while as a house plant. However, it wants to become a very tall tree and there's no way to control its growth. When the plant gets too large, discard it. Put it outside. But not to plant. <laughs> It'll make it through the summer. Poinsettia or po- poinsettia. Pond setters? Pond setters. Yeah. The flowers of this subtropical shrub, which is native to Mexico, are actually leaves that change color in response to changes in day length. Growers manipulate poinsettias in darkened greenhouses to make them turn color for Christmas. You can keep a poinsettia as a houseplant, but getting it to rebloom is complicated and a lot of work. She said, it's not worth it for me. She composts her poinsettia after the holidays. What do you do with them, Rich? Throw them out in the yard and they grow like weeds. <laughs> My in-laws had one. It was probably six feet around. Wow. Then do you dig them up and put them in the house for Christmas? No, then you weed whack them and put and they, them in the recycle bin. And they come they back. get tired of them. 
I have tried. Do, do they turn? Colors, or they just stay green? Oh, no, yeah, they stay, like, red. I mean, we had them on the side of the house here. Gina just planted a whole bunch of them, and, I mean, literally, just, you leave them alone. They're weeds. <laughs> you think about it, though. Every plant, this is a true statement, though. Every plant that you buy anywhere is a weed somewhere in the world. Yes. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. So, you know, if you have the, I have a pineapple, I cut the top off, I stuck it in a pot three years ago, it's still sitting on a pool pad, and I don't do anything to it. It will not die. Uh-huh. If I stick it in the ground, I have a pineapple. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. <laughs> so My again, neighbor does it all the time. I'm like, here, take this thing. Put it in the dirt, will you? This but is they make, for... make little pineapples, not as big as they would be in Hawaii, but they're delicious. Oh, yum. I will be there. Uh, again, this is for people living in the Chicagoland area, and I have tried to rebloom poinsettias. It's almost impossible. Gardenia. This is a garden shrub in the south, but it won't survive here with our cold winters. You can keep it as a greenhouse plant, but it's unlikely to bloom again. Hydrangea. Although some species of hydrangea are hardy summer flowering shrubs in Chicago, the ones sold as gift plants are not. And I have tried to do that a million times, too, to replant gift hydrangeas. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work. They're usually tender varieties of big leaf hydrangea. If you plant them outdoors, their roots might survive here, but the cold will kill the stems and flower buds each winter. Most likely, the plant will never bloom. Thank you for telling me that 20 years too late. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't know that there were, you know, I thought a plant is a plant, and if you have one A flower is a flower. Right. I didn't know there were different ones, different... I I know that there's different house plants and there's different outside plants, sort of, kind of. Although, you know, in Florida, everything is either. But I didn't realize that hydrangeas, some are only for inside and some are only for outside. I didn't know that. Azaleas are a type of rhododendron shrub. Only a few rhododendron varieties and scarcely any azaleas are winter hardy in the Chicago area. Even if they could survive a Chicago winter, they can't tolerate our alkaline soil. If you decide to keep a gift plant as a houseplant, remove the wrappings from the pot and make sure water can drain freely. The pot should never stand in water, which would keep the soil too wet and might lead to root rot or fungus gnats. Water the house plant attentively to keep the soil moist but not wet. Check the soil often and water whenever the top inch or so of the soil is dry. There you go. Done. Two minutes. What what I have found is um, like aloe plants. They, I probably killed a bunch of those earlier mm-hmm. in my life because I watered them too much. I go for weeks months. without watering aloe plants. We have one in the shop, and every couple of months we throw some water in it. Yeah. We go, oh, it's kind of looking sad. So then we'll put water in it, and boom, it pops right back. It's amazing. Yeah. How uh-huh. can it survive without water? I don't know. It's designed it's that way. It's the air from humidity, condensation on the leaves. Sure. I don't know. Which is why any... I think the pineapple I've got won't die because I think it gets the condensation. <laughs> yeah, what condensation is there in Ron's office? Speaking of indoor quality, he breathes. I don't know. Yeah, the, the humidity from us in there breathing, I guess. Yeah, it's amazing. Aloe plants need very, very little. If you have a question, well, you know what? Don't ask us questions about house plants because we're not experts. But you can comment at eight seven 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 one one five six one one. If you have a bad word to say. You say it, and then you watch Randall's face turn bright red. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bright red. He said, be good for five minutes. Uh-huh. We were good for five minutes. Why is he upset? I be good know. for five minutes. So why, so do you, I want to know, do those zebra striped pants things you wear? Uh, they do, don't repel rich, apparently. But do they repair bugs? Do you get mosquito bites? 
I don't know. Do they? I'm asking. I'm asking. It's an honest question. Do you still get mosquitoes around you when you wear those pants? Wow, that's a new uh, experiment to try when I wear long black pants in the summer when the mosquitoes are out. Yeah, but they got stripes on them. We'll be long back right black after this. pants in the summer. Mighty House will return. I've had lice. Oh my goodness. Not just one, thousands of lice. Really? Now the couch is lice. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All righty. That makes uh, Randall laugh for some reason. So we play that because we like to entertain Randall. We like to entertain anybody. Sure. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Okay. Yeah. So with that, let's see. With that. With that. Uh, the five, I think we had something in here too. The, well, I don't even have it with me. Oh, never mind. The Restore Elgin News. Where was that? Oh, they're looking. You, you talked about this a little bit ago, Rich. They're looking I for did. women and men to swing hammers and raise a wall, install yeah. some flooring and more. No experience necessary. And you know, you want to. Okay. They set the dates for the 2019 Women Build. And this year be hosting the National Women Build Week, sponsored annually by Lowe's. And uh, Tuesday, March 5th. Are you ready, Robbie? Yes. You're going to do that Saturday, March 9th. So you got that. You can do it the 5th through the 9th. Yes. And it's going to be centered around uh, the, the International Women's Day. I so like that, it. That's, awesome. that's Habitat for Humanity of Northern Fox Valley, and they're going to be trying to raise awareness and recruit volunteers. So if you want, we've got that on our um, newsletter. If, yes. you, if you want to and register. it'll be on there because it'll be on there for a few weeks. Sure. So if you want that, sign up for the newsletter, and all the information will be there for you. Yes. And that is, how can they do that, Rich? Let's go mightyhouse.net, contact us page, first and last name, email address, click on boom, done. Boom, done. Just like that. Yeah. Simple ones. Okay. So I wanted to cover that real quick. And then there was one more. And now I got to find it, though. See, should have been a little more prepared. Because I can't find that one truck. Then we were talking about the truck there. Mm-hmm. We've got the workhorse, but then there was another one. It was. Nair, it starts with an N. I can't remember it now. No good. <laughs> no, actually, it, it does 400 miles on a charge, dude. That it's ugly. I know my um, my old electrician up there in the Chicagoland area. He uh, he had posted that on Facebook, and he was like, you know, it's like I was with the workhorse, and I think the workhorse is still better looking, and I'd still rather have that. Uh huh. Um, but it's it is what it is. I mean, nothing's in production. It's all in theory. Sure. I mean, and you went. And, 
you know, you went and put a deposit on a workhorse. Sure. I mean, I'm the one that found it, fell in love with it, and you're here buying a thing up. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, I bought the stock. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You, you pick up some stock on it and see what happens. But yeah. see, they're also, they build all the UPS trucks. Uh, they do box trucks. So they're already selling the the large. Uh, but they're not, per, they're, they already are. You're correct. And, and they're mostly the city type UPS right. trucks, but they're, um, kind of more local but they're built you know it's american made indiana sure. yep so i'm all i'm all about that you know and hell since they're closing all the sedan plants i suppose you can start building electric trucks sure because tesla isn't building electric trucks no he's more interested in doing a stupid roadster or a high-priced sedan mm-hmm. yep so i mean and how, i think the pickup truck is the best-selling vehicle in the u.s so why wouldn't you well, want to try and tap that market? Changed. I mean, seriously, you know, again, Lance and his wife were with me Thursday and they yeah. hop in my truck and they're like, this ain't a truck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I go, it looks like a truck. It's, yeah. it's got four wheels, a small bed and four doors, but you get in, it's every bit of it's Cadillac. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, you know, it's... touch screens, black leather. I mean, it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. I, mean, I love it. So, but I don't swing a hammer anymore. You know what I mean? If I swung my hammer, it'd be a WS. It'd be a work truck. Right. Or the WT version, which right. was what the last truck was. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's amazing what they've done with trucks. Yeah, no, they're they're very nice, and um, so I, I'm just curious to see how these are going to run. Like the workhorse does 80 miles before the engine turns on. So mm-hmm. yeah, for and again for me, it's 25 miles to the office and back. I wanted that thing so bad, and they were saying they're supposed to sell for around 52,000. Yep. And my truck started at 50, I think mine was 54 before the discounts. Uh-huh. So I paid nearly that much for this gas truck. Right. Right. Which, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm actually impressed. I bought the, the 6.2 liter Chevy, and I am averaging since the day I bought it 20 miles to the gallon. <laughs> That's unheard of in a truck. Well, have you watched the Grand Tour yet? No, no. I, you know, it's funny you sent me that yesterday, and... uh I was, uh, like, I checked a few weeks ago, and it said, you know, the, the series will start up again, I don't know, like, obviously now, January, whatever. Yeah. And I forgot, and I hadn't checked, so you sent that, that it's available now. So Yeah, so the Grand Tour, this I watched it last night, their, uh, their first episode is out, and they were driving the Hennessy Camaro. Okay. And so they had the Camaro out, then they had the Demon. Well, the Hennessy Camaro is called the, I can't... Uh, exorcist is what they call it and, okay. then, and then you got the demon they had there and then they had a uh, a mustang um rtr the the mustang got 20 some miles to the gallon the demon got 10 or 11 and the hennessy camaro three <laughs> but see that's but uh, like the, the demon the uh-huh. demon at full throttle will drain that tank in, what would they say, 17 minutes or 16 minutes? Something silly. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's unbelievable. But, I mean, that that the Hennessy, the, uh, the, it, that has a 1,000 horsepower, and, I mean, it's just absolutely insane. That's, that's Okay, a, but, see, now it's funny when you say that, because now, like, my truck being a 6.2 liter, mm-hmm. and it, I think it lists at, like, 385 horsepower or 390 horsepower. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Yep. 
But if you read it, it says that's at 5,500 RPM, and my tack goes to six. In other words, you got to damn near blow the thing up. <laughs> to get her to ring out all the To horsepower. get to that kind of horsepower. So <laughs> that's kind of misleading. And then the other thing is that I don't know if that's flywheel or brake horsepower, because I think yeah. that's flywheel. where We used to do it by brake horsepower. Yeah. And there's a big difference there for people that don't know cars. So that, that 400 horsepower that I have, or 380, mm-hmm. is... A lie. Yeah. It's marketing. You, you're I looking really up the demon that. there, dude. Demon. I'm just looking up the Hellcat because I oh. like them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those things, are they are cool. And, I, you know, they come with two keys. You got a red one and a black one. And uh-huh. Black's for driving, red's for dying. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you done with listening to us talk? I was going to give out the phone number again. You now have about 10 minutes. Please. Uh-huh. Please. <laughs> 877. Call and save Robbie. 711 5611. Talk to me about the weather. Uh-huh. Talk to me about what you got for Christmas. Talk to me about the plants in the garden that you're planning on for this season. Did you look up the snow bow to see if you can even buy one? Did you happen to look it up? I've tried. You can't find it. I can't find it anywhere. Okay. And, and the first, there are places that like review it and talk about it mm-hmm. and then they give a link to buying it. Right. But snow bow is closed down. Yeah. Yep. And I've got two of them. And they are you still could sell them for a lot of money. I've got yeah, I've I've had them for probably ten years. Eight, What's ten, that? The, the snowbow snow shovel. Oh, excellent, excellent shovel. They were extre- yeah, but you can't buy them no anymore. It was expensive. <laughs> That's probably why. Because the guy was making them in his garage and and then selling them online. I think that's what he was doing. So uh, you never they never hit mass production, you know. So he never got got lucky enough to sell the uh, the design or the patent. Right, yeah, and he he found a sucker in me to buy two of them, but beyond that, no, no, no. There's, a, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't <laughs> say that. Hey, I used. Yeah, a, why would you be a sucker? Well, I I I paid that premium price, but I I think in the long run I I saved no, if, money because it's, it's the same thing. If you buy junky tools and you have to buy a new one every year, mm-hmm. after three years you've spent more than you would have on one good tool that would last you a lifetime. So I don't, and especially if you do it for a living, yeah. That's why I pay $300 for a hammer. You know what I mean? It's what I did for a living. Sure. It's a big difference swinging a balanced titanium hammer versus the old steel shaft that I have, which now I have tendonitis so bad from swinging that old garbage hammer. Yeah, well, no. But it was cheap. Not the S-Wing. Yes. An S-Wing? Really? Yes. Yes. Because that's that's what I The 28-ounce framing hammer, straight claw, because I was framing. Yeah. You're an electrician. You don't frame. (laughs) <laughs> and we didn't have I, guns back in my day. We didn't right. have guns. Yeah. Well, the the hammers really all that's that's for is just I call that the sawzall now. Here, hand me the sawzall because you just use it to bust walls open or something or nice. bust thing, something out of the way. So uh, yeah, that's all. That's all the hammer is because yeah. that's that's what I have is the S wing. I use a twenty ounce so. And uh, yeah, no twenty I ounce straight club. Remember the stiletto. So I like my stiletto. And- uh huh. With their interchangeable heads from smooth to waffle. <laughs> Amazing. That's that's crazy. Yes. But I mean anybody, like I was out on a job and you know, I gave it to one of the took it out of the truck and gave it to yeah. one of the framers that was out there. He's working at setting trusses. Uh-huh. And he's does smile on his face swinging that thing. He was like, You wanna sell this? You wanna sell this? Like, yeah, three hundred bucks. Right. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, but it's a nice hammer. Really nice yeah. hammer. You get what you pay for, I guess, is what you're you saying. You do, I think, yes. So there you go. 
snowbow snow shovel. You can't get one, but maybe you could uh, build one. You see how they're made. You could you could order up the up the stuff and and actually build one if you want. So we got a minute left there, Randall. Are we putting you to sleep? No. Okay. You know what? It seems strange not having fresh meat here. Right. Yes. Doesn't it? It, it, you just have gotten so accustomed to him. The, the smells, you know, are different in here the without smells. him here. He's he always well, sm- he smells pretty. Randall when he comes plays in. hockey, yes. and <laughs> I'm pretty sure fresh meat doesn't. So, and he does like his cologne, doesn't he? Say he sprays it and walks through it. Yeah, no, he he said he he has friends who do that, but he has not done that yet. Oh, okay, okay. which is pretty funny. So he sc- he just right? sprays himself with it. Right, but yeah, what you're supposed to do is spray it and then walk through it. Okay, but that's what I mean. The, the smells in here are different today. Well, thank goodness I have a little bit of a head cold because I can't smell Randall. Yeah, that's all right. All that man's stress sweat. <laughs> Trying to get here on time. Who causes most of it? <laughs> you do. <laughs> what? Ron was the one who, who texted your girlfriend to say, will you marry me? Well, uh, somebody's Facebook keeps popping up on this thing. So We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm gonna find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And with that, we found out, Trixie uh, did some research and found out the Snowbow, he'll special order them, and you can send him one. He'll he'll actually send it out to you if you and want. And how do you reach him? I think uh, you'd have to ask Trixie that. Call Trixie at 877-711-5611. She'll tell you how to get your Snowbow shovel. Yes, because when I went to the site, it was down. Yes. So we would like to know. Okay, put your hand down. Go. <laughs> okay. So I have a question about recycling cell phones. Sometimes I come across them or my mm-hmm. own, and a lot of things say, you know, you have to delete all of your personal information first. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do that. And it, that you know, don't you just go back to factory reset? Where is that? It's in your settings, and you just go to factory reset to factory defaults. And okay. It'll, and it'll wipe everything out. What do you do when you have a bunch of cell phones, but you don't have all the cords for them and the battery is dead? Throw them away to the recycle center. Yeah. But then how do you... Get the info out? Get the info out. This is a question I... Take the SIM cards out. The SIM card is one thing. You could do that. But how do you get the SIM card out? Pop the back off. You have to find out where the SIM card is. That's older phones. New ones don't have them, but yeah. Right. Right. So you have a phone. You don't have a cord for it. Oh, so the then, so then you gone. go so then you go over to the cell phone store. They've got all of those different cords, and they'll plug you in and get you squared away, or go to a, like a Best Buy or something like that. But if you really want to dispose of the phone, you know, I always found like with computers that and the hard drives, I've always found sledgehammers to be a very good. <laughs> See, way that's to what I was wondering. Get rid of them. <laughs> no, I mean, if I get rid of a computer, I will, you know, take them to a recycle place. I yep. don't put them in the trash, but I always pull the hard drives out and yep. do so much damage to them that I would think that it would take an FBI crime lab to get a couple of bites off of it. Sure. Um, 
knowing that there's nothing on it that the FBI would need to be concerned about. So I'm pretty safe, pretty safe. Sure. I'm wondering, can I just destroy, the take a hammer to a cell phone? Yeah. Well, that is that the same as deleting all the personal information? No. I mean, if somebody you really... have to get to the little processor memory chip in it, like because mm-hmm. see that's the problem. New phones don't you don't, you don't have a card in it. You don't have a chip. You can't open the things. Yeah. So yes, the hammer works well, and then you go through all the bits and pieces, and you find what looks like the memory card or chip or yep. whatever. Anything that looks like a a, a processor, smush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technical term, smush it. That's what I would do. If anybody so. has thoughts, 877-711-5611. Or maybe you go to those shredding places and then you just throw it in a shredder. And they'll just shred it. Because I don't think that a lot of... I seem to remember like when I was at Best Buy or, or the AT&T store or whatever recently and had an old, old phone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we need to charge it or whatever. And they're like, we don't even have the cord for that anymore. Really? I seem to recall that had happened recently. Hmm. So it's like... Yeah. I I think well then you're you're done. You know, I don't mind donating phones to places that, you know, redo them or or whatever, but refurbish. Yeah, or not not necessarily refurbish, but that they could donate to like there's some places that say they'll just give phones to people who just need to dial 911, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't think that they refurbish them. I don't know. I'm just always so back. Actually, I just have a big box of cell phones. Really? Yeah, that I get from sometimes from clients or mm-hmm. you know from myself or something, because I, it freaks me. That's out. That's why you have an iPhone three. I don't have an iPhone three. <laughs> I have an iPhone one. <laughs> an iPhone one. I have an iPhone one. Wow. But you know, I don't want to. Does it still know. work? Yeah. Yeah. Her phone. I don't have an iPhone. I just upgraded this summer because mine fell in the toilet. You upgraded to a one? Toilet. It no. fell in the toilet. She, she updated to a five, Randall, I think. Randall, it fell in the toilet. Yeah, because I didn't have $800 to upgrade to the... It's like a $1,200 for the new one. Yeah! Forget yeah. that noise. So I had to pay like $600 uh-huh. for this one. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. Yep. And then I bought the insurance uh-huh. only because... You don't want it going swimming anymore. Exactly. It's just so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a mm-hmm. pain in the, in the what, Randall? Took us, took us. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. There you go. So, yeah, it's frustrating. So, what's going on next week? Uh, next week. Oh, wait, sorry. For those that were on air, what was that? It was the Rivian. Is is that new pickup yes, truck? Yes, right? the Rivian. So those that were listening on air and not just on the Facebook, look up the Rivian. It's made here in Illinois and uh, four hundred miles on a charge. It's all electric, all wheel drive. And I think it does zero to sixty in three point five seconds. All or the electric vehicles are crazy like that. They're, They're all extremely fast. 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 Yeah. Yes. So, but it's the problem still with the Rivian though is production. Yes, they're not in What's production. What's the price? You said the price was going to be. They they're going to be around sixty five thousand, I think. Okay, and here's the problem I have with the workhorse and the Rivian, which scares me, is that Ford is coming out with an all electric. They're working out now. They already have the really the yes. So, and if they get the F-150 in an all-electric model, how is, are these small companies going to be able to survive? In other words, they need to get to market and build their market. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, why, it's one of the reasons why Tesla is working. Granted, he can't build them as fast as he'd like, but the technology, the battery technology is the killer. The, the fenders and steering wheels and stuff are not the issue. Right. It's the battery technology. So, 
you're going to have similar issues with these. Yeah, and Rivian has their own battery design. That's what they're doing. So uh, the rest of the stuff he said was pretty straightforward, like you just said. But they're they've got their battery is part of the chassis. So and they're designed for off road use too. So the 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 belly pan and for the batteries is all you know like a skid plates and stuff like that. So it yeah, they just need to work on that the headlights. I mean, it's yes. just the front is butt ugly. <laughs> How do you really feel there, Rich? I mean, they might, I don't know where where they went for their focus group, but no. damn. I, and, and it looks like iRobot or some goofy thing. Yeah, it's, I, it's called the Rivian R1T. It's actually, a, you know, I mean, I, I hope it's a success. And, and I mean, I would really love to, to drop the Chevy and mm-hmm. get the workhorse or a restyled Rivian. Um <laughs> Because you could customize it. Because being all electric, there's nothing up front that you have to worry about in the uh, the trunk or hood, the boot. No, the boot. So I could cut the thing apart and put a '57 front end on it and make oh, yeah. it really nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. How about a '59? Yeah. There you go. I like I like the four headlights. Are you are you good, Robbie? Mm, yeah. You like auto talk this? I last think we hour? lost her again. You lost now, me. <laughs> this is Michigan-based startup. Oh, but they're built here. The the factory's just south of uh, Chicago. That's what they oh, were wait. saying. Wait, yeah. this is an old article. No, this is December 6, 2018. The Rivian R1T, an electric pickup from Michigan-based startup, looks kind of like a Japanese cartoon version of a truck. There you go. Wow, that's a pretty harsh critic from CNN. Yeah, there you go. All right, the conversation <laughs> continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do it? Uh, mightyhouse.net go to the contact us page put in first last name your email address and click on boom done all right you know what next week is going to be a great show we're going to have commissioner fryland on from the city of chicago again yeah she's coming back she hasn't been on in like i don't know i know it's been a while eight months remember i brought her into the newsletter accidentally like a couple weeks ago yeah (laughs) exactly so we're going to talk to the commissioner and find out if she's going to have a job after the elections i hope she does And then uh, we'll have another Mighty House Tip of the Week, Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. And uh, I want to say thanks to Joe from Insight Properties. And uh, check him out. He does a lot of great work for your home and making it more energy efficient. And uh, thanks to everybody that called in today and spending a little time with us. For Trixie, since Fresh Meat didn't show up, uh, Randall, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Ehart. I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next Saturday. What? Until next week. Until next week. I'm changing things up. I'm doing things new. These days, everyone seems to be talking about the news. News about government spending, news about the state, news that actually impacts your family. But how do you make sense of it all? In the crowded world of misinformation, Illinois News Network, a nonprofit news service, presents you with the facts. INN is your news. Visit supportyournews.org to help us keep reporting on the news that matters in Illinois. That's supportyournews.org. Attention drivers, and passengers too. 
January 22 to 27 is National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week. Did you know that over 10,000 people die each year from drunk driving? And in 2016, 44% of drivers in fatal crashes tested positive for drugs. That's up 28% from just 10 years prior. A safe driver is a sober, undistracted driver who follows the law. Find more data and tips about all things related to driver education and safety at driversed.com. What is this anyhow? This is your talk. This is America, Jack. On 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago.